Hello to the humbled hopefuls of the world, the sincere seekers out there, and to all those who are still becoming. Welcome to this episode of The Wrong Conversation. If there was a conversation that we could call the big one, this would be it. Today we are going to talk about the difficult, stubborn, but universal feeling, I am not enough. Just a quick reminder that you can also watch the show on YouTube. You can always find us at our website, thewrongconversationpodcast.com. When we were recording this conversation, we had a little bit of a technical issue for just the first three minutes of the conversation. So the quality won't be quite as pristine for only the first three minutes, but after that, we're right back to normal for the rest of the conversation. So please forgive us for that. And with all that out of the way, let's jump right in to episode five of The Wrong Conversation, I Am Not Enough. I am not enough is a thought and a feeling that can keep you awake at night. It can work its way into your relationships, into your career. It can permeate your life. Joining me is my constant companion in these talks, David Peters, who is a fellow personal coach. And I'm curious, David, how often does this come up for you when you're when you're working with somebody, when you're when you're talking as a as a personal coach or the easiest way to describe it would be to ask the opposite question, which is when has it not come up? <laughs> I figured you would say that. <laughs> It's not always like the deepest of deep, I am not enough, but it, but there's some level of it, right? It's a, because that's a, that can be a multi-layered statement, I am not enough. Yeah, right? I don't think so, people always word it that way, of course. Yeah. Right? That's part of what you're trying to say, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they might have a goal and they're not sure if they're up to the task. Yeah. You know, that's is this good enough? Uh, you know, can I pull this off? Yeah. But then it also goes to the deepest places, you know, am I enough? Do I deserve to be right? It gets Ooh. there, you know, yeah. it, and everywhere in between, everywhere yeah. in between. I think another simple way to say that is insecurity. In, sure. in a very in a very canned way, that's what we're talking about, you know, like uh, that's um, an overused word, I suppose. But, in that, you know, that's actually the root of the, what we're talking about is this deep. Well, it doesn't always have to be deep. Sometimes it can be just, you know, do I have enough confidence to to use the circular saw to cut this board? Right. Some people might. Not, <laughs> you know, what I mean? Of course, you know, I'm going to do construction metaphors all the time. I think we might find one today, too. But, um, yeah, you know, cause that's not that deep. But then it can be. Am I enough for my marriage or. Am I enough for this podcast? Am I enough That's, for this podcast? In fact, we should just stop this podcast so we can just li- – you can coach me through my insecurities <laughs> about appearing here with you to tackle a subject as large as I am not enough. <laughs> you, David, though, you know, um, the lying in bed statement I just made is something mm-hmm. that I experienced, which is why I thought I would go there. Um, so I'm laying in bed, and I'm thinking about our – that we got to do this and a sense of insecurity, a sense of, am I enough trucked in? And I knew that if I sat there in that at all, it would keep me awake. <laughs> you yeah. know, it has that sort of energy to it. If that makes any sense. I, I always like to think of these 
these difficult feelings or these 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 kind of um these tough thoughts you know i am not enough and i always try yeah. to i always like we talk about you know people you can assume that people are at least believing they're acting from the best of intentions right right you they can make a case for that there's a good intention behind what they do right. you know but but i also try to give all of these hard feelings good intentions as well yeah right so so i am not enough you know it it might be trying to tell you that there's a challenge ahead and you might want to prepare <laughs> right right, like right 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 you're always here to grow and evolve and so you're if you're doing that you're always up against the edge of what you are enough to right. do and so the question always has to come back at you are you enough for the next step if you're stepping forward that some some level of that question is going to exist right and maybe it just, keeps you awake yeah keeps you awake and aware of where you're going and what your limits it are. could this is probably what i'm realizing is this is the healthy side of i am not enough because then there's the other side which is which leads to non-motivation right that leads to yeah you know, complete shutdown in some way. It leads to a depletion of energy, not, and you know, cause that's, it reminds me of like, they, they talk about, you know, there's, there's two different kinds of stress, right? Not all stress is bad. Some stress is good. A certain level of, you know what I mean? Like that, that it, it gets you, it sharpens you up. It gets you alert, it, right? But if that stress is overwhelming, if that sense of I am not enough is overwhelming, then you might be seeking out a, a coach or a counselor or something for a whole other reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because your life might be, you might be feeling the weight. Because that, let's, it's, let's say it really clearly, right, David? It can be a really heavy feeling. It, it, it can keep you hiding. Yeah. You know? It's a weight. I've carried it. I don't know if you, I, I think we both have. I, I, I can't imagine. I think every human being that's really in touch with their inner world at all too, it knows that that, that space lives within you, you know, that, yeah, that, yeah. that it's always kind of there somewhere, right? I mean, unless you've only experienced successes in your life, <laughs> you know, which is a rare, rare, uh, it's an elite uh, person right there. The tough part of I am not enough is, is when it, like you said, it turns into, it can turn into a fear which keeps you stuck, yeah. right? And that fear can overwhelm you until you believe that you can't do what needs to be done right. or that you can't be enough. And then, so you don't like, like I lose, I'm going to lose, I'm a victim. Right. And that just drains everything out of you, that, that fear. And then if you don't move or if you find yourself stuck in that space, it also comes with guilt. Oh yeah. And guilt and shame, those are draining you know draining states to be in so i am not enough can can drain you and keep you stuck uh, stuck just because you don't you know why bother trying because you're not yeah that's enough. the apathy too right uh, you know at those levels that's Fear, the apathy guilt, and then that shame, comes with apathy. guilt yeah yeah and then you start to ask yourself do i deserve do i deserve to try this or i mean it really comes down to do i deserve love you know do i deserve yeah. Uh, do I deserve to be a part of the group? Do I deserve to be here? I mean, that's that's the bottom of it, right? Is when people yeah. start to question whether they, they even deserve to be. Sure. And then I've seen, I've seen people really have trouble letting go of whatever identity or dream or, or responsibility they thought they had to the world. You know, once they realize that there there might be a task that they planned on achieving that they don't feel up to. 
they can really crash and it can go from a surface thing right down to the deep core right because their whole identity just crashed yeah sure of course well that is it too it's all identity what you're identifying with you know Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the reason, I'm going to go really deep here now, <laughs> but the reason that this lives within all of us, we identify with what they would call the small self. I don't know. I'm sure you're familiar with this sort of stuff. But the, what, you know, another term for that actually is, is the ego. The ego is running around trying to identify with something, whether it's to be a musician or a carpenter or, you know, I, and when we identify with that smallest part of ourselves, which of course we we do, I mean, I think it's I don't think that's an accident, by the way. I don't think that's a that's a malfunction in the it's human experience. It's, it's, it's built <laughs> yeah. into the system. Yeah, exactly. yeah. There's no choice. You, yeah, on some exactly. Level you have to. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And but but I think and actually that's a really beautifully nuanced point you just brought up. We're already going all over, but you know, because that's often missed in the spiritual world, right? It's always transcend the ego. It's always you know the ego's an illusion. You have to realize. You know, wake up from this, you know, illusion of the ego, you know, and there's truth to all those things. But at the same time, hey, man, you know, it's not a mistake. I mean, you know, look around. Every, everything is the way it is for a reason. And that's there, too, for a reason. You know, I mean, it, you, you know, tra- so. it, it's in all of us, that ego drive, the, the urge to have an identity, to fill in the blank with I am. Yes. Right. Whatever. But but we all start with I am. I am my interests, I am my talents, I am my position in the world, like in society, I am my uh, a member of a group of friends, right? right. That's where it starts, you, you, right? It starts at the differentiation of you sure. compared to everything else. And, and when you are differentiating yourself, that is a world of judgment. That is the world of hierarchies, you know? Sure, am, yeah. I, am I the most talented in my friend group at this? Am I as smart as so-and-so, right? What is my identity? Where do I fit in? And fitting in is the world of judgment. Which is why, by the way, I am fill in the blank is always going to result in somewhere, some way, I am not enough. That's just a simple fact. Like once you do one, the next is inevitable. That that's the world of duality. And why too? Because yeah. I am this, I am that, fill it in. None of that's gonna last. Even if you succeed, even if you're the best of the best, it doesn't last. Every single famous person finds this out, right? We talked about this already yeah. once. I don't know if it made the right? right. You can you can you can conquer every challenge of the of the external world and the and the sinking feeling that you are not enough is still in your heart. Right. Right. Hence all of the depressed people who own the world, right? Yeah. Who run the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I wrote on my computer one time as I was trying to inspire myself to work on my thing and, and to, to clear, clarify my message, you know, what I wanted to share with people in this way. And I wrote, you know, if you could reach a million people right now, what would you say? And I would say, you are not your thoughts and emotions. Most people don't realize that. I am my thoughts. Of course I am my thoughts. Really, whether they are aware of that or not. I am my emotions. I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm happy. I am these things. No, no, no. You're not these things. These things just come and go, you know. They ebb Mm -hmm. and flow. They're not who you are, you know. And so inevitably, when you're identifying in that way, inevitably, you're going to stumble upon, I am not enough. Because none of those things can fill in that blank. Yes. You know, 
if you're comparing yourself to external forces, anything mm-hmm. in the world, somewhere in that equation, you are not enough. I mean, the the thought I am not enough is so is so stubborn and so universal. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Because at some level it is true. Mm-hmm. So so you know, um you know, people will call me in a in a coaching session it's like, you know, I can't do this. I am not enough and I and I sometimes I I fight back, but sometimes I just say, "Sure. Sure you're not." <laughs> you know, like right. how right. could you be who of us you know is enough for the world or enough to to fulfill every dream and 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 how do we like we don't start out enough like we become maybe if we're lucky we become enough for some things but then there's always still something ahead of us that we're not enough for so at some level if you're looking at yourself to the outside world it's it's that no on some level you're not enough right right? On, on some level the world is judgment right? There is failure. You will do things that will fail, you know, but, <laughs> right? But but then that just leads me to the, any success is born of failure, right? It's, 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 you're course, here to, right, you're, right. you're here to fail and then fail brings success. And then like you said, once you've reached that success, as any famous person will tell you, it's still not enough. Because that's the thing, right? It, of, this is why it's useful to tell somebody, and it's funny because I've done the similar thing, like, of course you're not enough, you know, kind of thing. And there's somebody's like, <laughs> you know, and, but that's good because it's that, it, it's, it hits them sideways, it gets them looking at it differently, it helps it calm down. Because, of course, I am not enough comes with, I should be more, like this pressure, this feeling that you should be more, right? Like, I, I think we talked about that before, too. Like, you know, that, that's something that we live in this day and age because so there's so much potential that people feel the pressure to do that, right? To do, to be more means a lot these days, you know? Yeah, you can be anything you want to be, but there's a cost to those lofty goals is that everyone feels like they need to be shooting for the stars in every single thing they do all the time. And it's such an impossible load to carry for a lifetime that if you get stuck there, then everything you've spent your life building is going to collapse because first of all, it's not going to make it. If it does make it, it's it it doesn't do what you think it's going Thought to do. It, was it doesn't do. exactly. give you the, the satisfaction that you think it's going to do. And so, if you stay distracted by that world, and it's so big and so shiny that it is so distracting, exactly. yes, and so compelling that it, it it just draws the eye and pulls you in, and it just makes you believe that 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 world of judgment, that world of conditional love, because there is a world of conditional love out there. That that's the only game in town. Yeah. This is the metaphor I was thinking about sharing because I told you I was taking a walk and I was like, I think I might have something I might say. The ego is like a hammer on a job site. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I've been a contractor most of my life, so you're always going to hear these contracting metaphors. You know? <laughs> but but uh, a hammer on a site is incredibly important. It's essential, matter of fact. But it can't be the only tool <laughs> on the site, right? Because if you need to cut a board... You don't want to do it with a hammer, you know? So the, the ego is like a hammer. It's a pretty blunt tool in that way, too, honestly. Now, it has a lot of nuance to it. So in other words, you th- it seems like it puts on the show. It has a lot of fancy little things on this hammer. But in the end, it's a pretty crude tool. When you say that the hammer isn't the only tool for the job, uh, I do think about coaching sessions. And one of the things that comes up in coaching sessions a lot and relates to something that you've said previously was the quote, 
uh, man's name is Legion. Mm. Right? Meaning there's a lot of there's a lot of selves in us. There's a lot of different personalities that are in us. Yeah. And um, and when you say the hammer, you know, might look like a great tool, but it's not the only tool for the job. You know, the I am not enough is one voice in inside of us, but yeah. it's one of many voices. Right. And and it is useful, like we said, it can push you into action. It can it can show you where you need to grow. It it can show you the path forward. You know, it can illuminate the way of how you could be more. Right. I am not enough. Right. Here's a way you could be more. Right. And so it's a really useful voice. But man, it's not the only voice in there. And I think a lot of people who are stuck in I am not enough is that that one voice takes over and sure. is shouting over all of the other voices. And one of the things that I think happens a lot in coaches is, or in coaching, is that, is that we start looking for the other voices because they're in there. And, and then we, we take the voice that's saying, I am not enough. And it, it's so loud, it's trying to tell you something. And, and one of the ways to allow it to kind of settle back in <laughs> to the background and not be so upfront is to listen to what it has to say and yes. acknowledge it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's why I think that's why we're trying to make this point that, yes, you're right. You are not enough. Exactly. Right. Right. Thank you. Thank you for telling me that. Because there are there are things I should be aware of. There, there are limitations to what I'm capable of right now. And, and the world is a tough place. And there's a lot of judgment in the world. And I'm going to I'm going to have to live in a world of judgment. So thank you for telling me. However, however, yeah. you know, uh, I, you know, there's more to this story. What do the other voices have to say? Let's put you in some context. And I think that one thing that coaching does is it starts to, it gives I am not enough its voice, and then it attempts to so it, so it can settle down. Okay, That's you've, it. You've exactly. said what you've right. you've had you've said what you've had to say, and and you're partly right. Good for you. Right. <laughs> Let's hear what else is in there. There's a beautiful uh, practice, I think it's in the contemplative Christian tradition, that, um, that ta it's called the welcoming prayer. And I, I can't do it right. It, it has like four steps. It's pretty simple, and it's designed to be that way. And what, what it is, is that you welcome it, which immediately turns, its on, turns it on its head, right? But it's actually saying, okay, I'm feeling this I am not enough. The last thing I want to feel is I am not enough. So immediately we typically clench, resist, try to find something else, avoid it, uh, you know, come up with all these other things, right? But if we can simply just say, oh, I'm feeling, I, I'm feeling this feeling of I am not enough. Well, welcome. I am not enough feeling. Welcome in here and <laughs> let, what do you have to say, right? Like, like I'm not going to shut myself off to this. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to run from it. Now, this is a heavy practice, but man, the fruits that can be born of it are, are high. I know from my personal experience and even me sharing it with other people and them using it, um, it, it is a pretty good experience. Uh, or well, this pretty is good why, method. right? So inviting it or allowing it, it, that's why I say that all of these difficult feelings or fears treat them as things with good intentions yes think of them as your friend i mean as much as man i said that to my wife i'm like you know i, I kind of want to make the point when i talk about this that that i am not enough is actually your friend and and she's like that's a that's a tough pill to swallow that's a lot <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it sounds a little too easy, but but I do I I use that language. Like this voice in me has a good intention. It is trying to be my friend, as much as it hurts, and uh, and therefore let me allow what it has to say. Like by thinking of it as 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 it's trying to tell me something that maybe I have to allow it to say, tells me that I can invite it in. That I that, that I, I can listen to it. I can make myself a little more vulnerable than I want to. Which is an act of power. Yes. Not weakness, as we talk, right? Yeah. But it, in actually what you're doing to yourself, now this is counterintuitive, so most people miss this point, which is why I didn't mean to interrupt, but I want to point it out. When you do that, you're actually proving to yourself that you have this ability, which is an act of power. It's you know? a huge, important distinction. If you If you try to resist something, what are you telling yourself? I, if this comes, I, I can't, can't handle it. I can't handle it. I can't exactly. handle it. Exactly. My if point. you willingly allow it, what are you telling yourself? I can't handle it. It makes all the difference in the world whether you accept whatever's coming on purpose, like yes. right, whether you invite it in or whether it makes its way in, whether it fights its way in. It, it, it signals to yourself that you know you're enough to handle it, and that actually changes you not just. Not just in your mind, no, but your that's whole physiology exactly. takes on that feeling. And you do become more. You might even just become enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To handle that wave. But even if you don't, you, you bite off what you can chew. But but don't but don't undersell yourself. Sometimes you can bite off a little more than <laughs> yeah. you think. You definitely can bite off more than you want to. That's right? it. And you need to do that, yeah. right? It's so much like yeah, building yeah. a muscle. Like if you don't push that muscle to the point of where it's hurting a little bit, so to speak, right? Where where it's painful, like it's tearing the muscle, you're not building any muscle. It's exactly the same way spiritually. And this is the thing that mm. is important to remember, um, that, that you are doing that. Yeah, and I think it takes going through that grinder a few times of oh, yeah. feeling I am not enough or being shown that maybe you weren't enough to oh, yeah. have success here. Oh, yeah. And then going through that over and over or having a bunch of success and realizing that that's not enough. And then that's a never-ending story. That's a never-ending path. There's, there's, always something, there's always something new to fail at. <laughs> there's, always, <laughs> there's always some level that you're not up for yet. Um, and and then there's a turning point, which is, okay, if that game can't fully be won, is there another game? That's it. That's and it, And that's when, that's when strategy two comes in. And not everyone reaches strategy two, no. <laughs> right? No. But that is, if the outside game can't fully be won, or, or, or it's always going to send back a failure to me, uh, what else is there? And I think that's what strategy two is to look inward and see... And to, and to see if there's, I am enough from an inward perspective. Right. Like, is there something just, yeah, in the spiritual realm, you know? Is, is there, I think of this like, you know, there's not much more spiritual than, than having a child, like a spiritual experience, like than having a child. I was going to bring this up, funny enough. Yeah, go ahead. Well, when your child is born, is that child enough? And there are two answers. Of course, it's my child. They're enough. They're as perfect as they are. They're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. In fact, they are the definition of value and enough. 
Hmm. Right? It like hits you on the deepest level. And then there's another instinct you have. This child is not enough. I like the world is big and I have to prepare them for the world. They are not ready. It's time to train my child because they are not enough to survive this world. And and at least one thing as a parent that I realized is that loving your child is holding both of those things at the same time. Yeah. I tend to, to, to look at how mothers and fathers divide their, how they approach their children, right? Mostly they're the same, but, but I, I do see a pattern when I talk to mothers and fathers. I see mothers um, uh, tend to lean toward unconditional love. Whatever yeah. my child does, you're my baby. Right. And I just love you no matter what you do and what you are. And that, that tends to be the, 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 the mother instinct tends to lean that direction. And yeah. the father instinct tends to be like, you got to do this, this, and this, or you're not going to cut it, kid. <laughs> right. Right. Because it's a harsh world out there. It's a different form of love. I, I, you know, that's, that's all it is, right? Yeah. I, that's exactly the point, that love is unconditional love plus conditional love wrapped. Or it's maybe better said that ties into what we said a minute ago. It's conditional love wrapped in unconditional love. Right. And I think it's mm-hmm. the same in, in, in just in life in general. I just think that's a metaphor for the, the truest nature of life. Is of, course, of course, we're thrown into a conditional world where your actions matter, um, at least it matters to others, and, and consequences will be suffered from your abilities and your actions and your choices. But, but beyond all of that, around all of that, larger than all of that, right. is your unconditional value that you have no choice but to have. Like it's You so cannot beautiful. escape your unconditional right. value. Yeah. But as you pointed out already, this is such a key point. I'm love, I love where this conversation is going and where it is actually. We are always typically focusing on the conditional part. That's the world yes. of form in the spiritual terms. That's the world of dualism. That's the world of, you know, I am fill in the blank. So we're always focused on that, whether it's whether it's I am filling the blank, whether it's I am a musician or I am a carpenter or I am happy or I am sad. You know, these sounds so different, but they're actually more similar than most people realize. Right. Or, you know, the 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 wrapped up in in the senses. Right. Like looking for gratification. You know, that's another way to get lost in the world of form, right? And thinking that that thing, whatever it is, that chocolate chip cookie is going to give me enough, right? It's going to make me satisfied. I mean, I know we both like chocolate chip cookies. In my world, (laughs) it's enough, okay? (laughs) Bad example. (laughs) Sorry. But but you always want another one. That's the problem. At least I do. I don't know. I can't speak for you. But so it never fills that void of I am not enough. That's all the point is. But that's because we're always looking there. We're always looking at the conditional love part of life. Like, and that all works on that level. Like, if you, if you get the cookie, if you're a good enough boy and you get the cookie, it feels good. And for a moment, you feel the love of the cookie. You know what I mean? But, but then that goes. And then you're left. And then you're, you're chasing yep. chocolate chip cookies all your life, right? Whether it's the job, whether it's... You understand what I'm trying to say? But meanwhile, we're never looking at the fact that we are just immersed in some form of unconditional love just by one that we exist as you really clearly pointed out especially when you do juxtapose that with the baby 
we were all we were all babies at one point. You know, like we all we all still have that intrinsic. You're still value. that baby. We're still, you're still that baby. That, you're still that baby who who no one would deny. Pure has you know preciousness it, it, and value. Precious, yeah. yes. And you don't need to do anything to earn that. It's hard to convey in non-spiritual terms. It is actually. This is why I don't even bother trying. <laughs> Well, I think that as soon as you start speaking in spiritual terms that everyone writes it I off know. as, okay, this is a dogmatic religious point and maybe that fits with me, maybe it doesn't. But, but everyone just assumes all the baggage, positive or negative, that comes along with that. But, but so it is, it is a difficult thing to try to express that, that, you, that you have an intrinsic value just, just by being and that you've already done your job. Like, like, like it's, it's already accomplished and you didn't have to do it. Right. It just is. Nor could it you. It was done already. <laughs> really? Nor right. could you. Yeah. That's why I say it's not your fault. Like you, you, you couldn't have made yourself, you couldn't have made the decisions about who you are, nor what you face. Yeah. So therefore you're doing your job yeah. already. Yeah. And, and. And trying and failing is part of your job. Of course, right. And then and then becoming more is part of your job. And so you're not supposed to be good enough. I mean, I don't I don't even think that you're even supposed even in the external ego world, you're not even supposed to be good enough. You're you're supposed to just be and part of your nature as a being is to play the hand you're dealt at becoming something becoming, moving towards something. I think that's part of the when you when you help somebody see that it's okay that you're not enough. Like I know it feels it's not a fun feeling, but that's partially because you're buying into the story that you think you should be at this level. At this I level, like that. You know? you're buying into the story that you should be. Yeah. And the truth is, is that you're built not to be on purpose. Exactly. This is though, yes. by the way, to help you see the true self. That's what I believe. It's the only game yes. in town, David. All the rest just ends up in I'm not enough. You know, it just that's that's it. You follow it along enough and it comes back around on itself and it says, wait a minute, this still doesn't work. This still isn't right. I still this doesn't make me this doesn't satisfy me. This doesn't fulfill me. This doesn't last. That's typically how they especially in Hinduism, that'd be a big thing. You know, like they would talk about Buddhism too, you know. That's why there's suffering. Why? Because nothing lasts. In the in the realm of form, so they're built into it is suffering in a weird way. It sounds so negative, but it's only negative if you get stuck there, right? Like if that's the only voice you're hearing. Exactly. In in right? our terms that we're talking for, for today. The, yeah. Yeah. For for the I am not enough voice in your head. There's there's another voice saying, of course you're enough, right? Of course you're not enough. Of course you're enough. Right. So where right? am I and, enough? Right. That's the thing. Yeah. So. And where do you collect the evidence that you are? Yeah. I talk about this a ton in, in certain things that, you know, the attributes of this world or this capital S or this dimension to life that we're talking about really are subtler. I, you know, subtlety and nuance is the realm of spirituality, if you want my opinion, is the deeper aspects of life. And the first or the, or the greatest indications of those things are what I like to call the three pillars of spirituality or is silence, space, and stillness. 
and none of them are shiny, flashy things, right? They all the sound opposite. like the yeah. absence, the, the absence of all those things, right? But but they do have their own real presence. This is what I'm trying to. This is what I'd like to share before we move on too. If you listen to silence, it does have something to say, which is really interesting. And I encourage everybody who's watching this to take a few minutes to do that, to be quiet and engage with silence and listen. And you'll find if you can quiet down, because there's all the noise, all the voices are running around, right? But silence does have something to say. It has a presence to it and it's very powerful and it helps you get in touch with something more, this big ass self, you know? which is incredibly useful. There's almost nothing more useful that you could spend time doing than to engage in this you are enoughness, your unconditional love part of yourself. That's what you're gonna find there, funny enough. That evidence is less shiny, less bright, less often. Um, so sometimes if you don't feel like it's there, you do have to go searching for it. Oh, it's yeah. there this to is, find. It's there to find. This is the metaphor of the treasure hunt. If you don't search for it, you're not going to find it. You'll be caught mm -hmm. up in the shiny chocolate chip cookie aspect of life, you know? Like you have to be I want a shiny chocolate chip cookie. I want <laughs> I promise I'll ship you one soon. I promise. I like chocolate chip cookies. I like shiny. I want a shiny <laughs> chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> I s Wait a minute. I'm finding the answer New goals. here. I didn't realize New it ego goals. <laughs> Time to put some it. sparkles on that. This baby. is the All problem, right. right? I never had a shiny chocolate chip cookie. That's if I only the... had a shiny chocolate chip cookie, <laughs> I I would be enough. Yeah. Right. Or I would exactly. feel I would feel it enough. If I would if... feel enough. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But the... <laughs> so I don't even remember what we were saying now. <laughs> I, I ruined it. We gotta it. stop. I gotta get a cookie. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was I talking about meeting this. the big S self and evidence, uh, finding mm. the evidence. And you talked about the treasure hunt. The yeah. treasure. Well, this is the point of it. Though. And that's why the metaphor works well. It really does. One, you gotta start hunting for it. And then you gotta dig because it's kind of buried. You know, like you're not gonna find it on the surface. That's why I think the metaphor is actually, it's actually quite good. You know, it's, it's quite accurate in a weird way. It, it's one thing to say, go there, you'll find it. Yeah. But there's a reason why people don't go there. It's true. And, and so everybody knows somebody who's always super busy, hmm. right? Busy, busy, busy doing, right? Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a, there's a bumper sticker <laughs> that, that uh, I laughed at once that, that said, it said, Jesus is coming really big, right? That you see like a, a religious, Jesus is coming, but then under it, it said, look busy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is coming, look busy. But I, but I think that, that, that the people who are driven to always be super busy in the world is, is because Jesus is coming, meaning judgment is coming. Yeah. Meaning that if they stop being busy, that that they're gonna that then that brings the moment of judgment, and so sitting in that quiet space looking for the big S self means that the wave of judgment is going to come over you, and and that that is not a fun place to be, and and so people avoid it with every <laughs> every ability they have. That's why they stay busy. That that do more. You know, he not busy being born is busy dying, celebrate doing, adventure, you know, live your life to its fullest, we'll sleep when we're dead, all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> right, right. Um, because if they stop, 
then comes that that uh the existential dread, right? Yeah, yeah. The it's all for nothing. All of my efforts are just going to fail, right? Because because if if what they really know is the ego world, and they stop trying to achieve something in the ego world, then they see the end of the of the capacity of the ego world, and Which they is see all that it's known. all for nothing. It's all they've yes. known at this point. Most but of their us. identity is tied to the ego world. So as soon yeah. as they see that the ego world is a never-ending, not enough land of nothingness then they have to see that their own identity is that nothingness they come yeah. crumbling down right and and then that voice i am not enough and all the other voices of doubt get super loud and that place is an awful place to be so why why is meditation hard that's because it. it's damn uncomfortable because it hurts because it because the, because the voices in your head are way louder than you think they are yeah, and you don't even notice it until you take time to listen. Yes, you know, but, and then you don't want to. You know, you don't want to listen. But to then all you that don't want to. But but and yeah. that's what I was trying to say earlier. And maybe it's a better way to say it is that is that so there's all those voices telling you you're not enough, but that you have to give voice to them, right? So yes, mm -hmm. you are not enough. Yes, uh, everything will fall apart. Yes, uh, you'll never get there. <laughs> um, but. If, and if someone's willing, and you kind of hold, I, I see it as kind of walking somebody through that place where that wave comes over them of realizing oh, yeah. that, that that's, oh, yeah. a, that's, a, that's the finite universe. Um, but then if you stay long enough, if you go on the treasure hunt and go through all that's of the it. hardness, then once the wave passes, the wave is passed. And on the other side of the wave is where you start to hear that voice that you are enough. In fact, look, you're still here. You have to face that that overwhelming wave of judgment of the look busy Jesus is coming. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's great, by the way. I love that. Yeah, you know, and this is, again, like you've already pointed out, but this is the treasure hunt, the usefulness of it. You wouldn't do it unless you thought there was some treasure there. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? You wouldn't sit through that dread. That's why I try to stress, like, there is. It's not going to be all fun and games. You got to work through some serious stuff, but it's worth it, right? Yeah. That that that's the point I think of why why it's useful. It shows you a few things, like like in other words, there is something of value. It's going to take some digging. It's going to take some work. You know what I mean? You got to get up and start looking for it because you're not going to find it just wandering around, getting you know attracted by every shiny thing. It's not a shiny thing, funny enough, right? So I, I think. Um, I think this is why it's very hard for us as as human beings to 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 even see the value sometimes. You know, again too because quite often it isn't immediate. Like you eat that chocolate chip cookie, it's immediate gratification, right? That's the beauty of it. That's part of what we love about it, you know. Whatever Long gets you through the night is the song, right? Whatever yes, gets you exactly, through the night. Exactly. Exactly. And but it but it never mm -hmm. really does. It doesn't get you through the night of your life in a weird way cuz you're just chasing. You're always running. You're always that's how I that's how I and I know because that was my experience. I want to stop on that I want to stop on that metaphor for a minute because you just hit yeah. on something that, that anyway, just, uh, you know, I, I quoted the John Lennon song, whatever gets you through the night. And most people do that, but it doesn't get you through the night of your life. There, there's, there's, there's a short arc of the story. There's the night and then there's your life. Yeah. 
right? And and it might something the chocolate chip cookie or or the 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 endorphins rush or whatever mm-hmm. will might get you through the night or the staying busy feeling like you're you know uh, like you're doing your job might get you through the night, but it's not going to get you through your life, right? It, it, you know it, it's not going to get you much further than where you are today. It's what was certainly that study? not going to prepare you. It's not going to prepare you to, to encapsulate the "I am not enough" feeling. It, like right. it's certainly not going to do that. It's not designed to do that. It's designed yeah. to help you realize that there's something. Like you got to start looking somewhere else. That, that's what I believe. And it only does that by saying this is not enough. That's the inevitable thing, right? This is not enough. So then all of a sudden you start to think, well, is there something that is enough? We've already said this, but and that. And that once you find the enough, which I do believe there is such a thing, and it doesn't mean what most people think. This isn't some, you know, finish line where they where they have the hammock strung up for you and you just lay there on the beach for the rest of your life eating chocolate, shiny chocolate chip cookies, right? Feeling really good about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> right. yeah. you've arrived. It's not that. But there is an enoughness where you don't have, you can choose to do something. You're not driven to do it. That's a big difference right there. I don't know if you can feel that, right? You don't need to do it to validate your existence. That's it, right? Yeah. To fill this void. You like do you're it because... You're pre-validated. You're pre-validated, exactly. Yeah, now go do something. But I, so I want to finish, yeah, yeah. finish the thought really quick just to make sure I make sure that it's, uh, it's clear what I'm trying to say as far as the fact that what, now that you've discovered the not enoughness though and then you find the enoughness in 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 this new way that i'm trying to describe which is not some final goal you now can carry both worlds in a way you never would be able to before it's that meeting your big s self makes everything else on the ground okay it makes you okay it makes your failures okay it makes the limitations of the world okay yes exactly win lose right right exactly you are exactly what you are supposed to be today and 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 maybe you're not yet exactly what you're supposed to be tomorrow you are exactly what you're meant to be today Maybe you're not right now exactly what you're meant to be tomorrow. But another thing I want to point out, because I think it's because that's beautiful and perfect and really important to understand. But also, which is challenging sometimes for some people, your past, whatever you were, is exactly what you were meant to be. And that can be challenging sometimes for us. Right. And that means what's happened, you know, the whole kit and caboodle. Right. To look back and be able to accept that and to look and say that's exactly what it was meant to be. Is challenging sometimes, but I think it's an important uh, element in, especially in self-awareness and, and in personal growth, even right. Um, to be able to see that and say, not it doesn't mean that's what you wanted. It doesn't mean it was right. This isn't a, you know because it could be a terrible thing that happened or you know what I'm trying to say. But the fact that you can look there and just say, you know, it's because it's it's what it was. <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's exact. I have to accept that and and take that and take from that what I can today. Right. And then move on to tomorrow. Yeah. I have to do this, too. So so the not enoughness. You made me think of this as a quote that you're going to love because it's from our famous our favorite person, Leonard Cohen. (laughs) But right. So the, the facing the not enoughness puts cracks in our ego, but the cracks are how the light get in. Yeah. Right? There's a crack the, in everything. 
That's yep. how the light gets in. Exactly. That's the quote accurately said. I am not enough is the crack mm -hmm. through which the light comes in. Right. And the only game in town is to see that light. That would be what I, you know, is to find that yeah. light of your unconditional self. It's not self. a flaw. Yeah. It's not it's a not flaw a in flaw. the system. I am no. not enough is not a flaw. It's right. in you by design. It's yep. in you to make you more in the world and to make you see that there's more than the world. Ooh, perfectly said. I yep. love when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and, that's, and that's, that's why the Leonard Cohen quote is great. There's a crack yeah, in right. everything, in everything, mm. including you. And that's right. how the light gets in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think that brings us at least to our stopping point for today on, on our topic of you are not enough. <laughs> right, because it's never enough for us. We could just keep talking. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for us, uh, yeah, it's, it's never, never enough. enough. It's never enough. Never I love say that enough. <laughs> yeah. But just in summary on this topic, um, that voice will always be with you. And it's with everybody. You are not alone. And that's right. It is there for a reason. It is there because there are many practical ways where you're not enough, or at least not enough yet. Right. But so it's true, but it's also not true. So, of course, mm. you are not enough, but of course, you are enough. And there is a part of you that is enough. And you couldn't remove that part of you if you tried. It's not up to you. No. You didn't That's create right. it. You cannot take it away. And that part of you is enough. And that part of you that is enough can contain and hold and carry the part of you that is not. That's it. Beautifully said, David. Right? Because yeah. it's, it's, it's going to join the conversation. There's oh, no yeah. way around it. It's going to join the conversation. So you have to learn to speak with it. And you have yeah. to learn how to have a better conversation with, I am not enough. Yeah. And, need, and I think that happens when you understand it. So hopefully, hopefully we've helped that a little bit today. Understand it. You know, the whole conversation that is going on about I am not enough. I think it's important that it, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to be there. It just can't dominate your conversation. Yes. Right? Yes. Whether it's I'm not enough that keeps you low or I'm not enough I got to achieve and do. That's another form of dominating, that, that conversation dominating. So I, I think it was beautiful wrap-up, David. Thank you for that. Okay. So um, please, we always tell people, first of all, if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're following, you know, if you're watching it or listening to it via podcast, please help us just by liking, subscribing, yes. you know, setting your notifications, all the stuff that people ask you to do because it, you are injecting energy into this conversation. You are helping it reach people. You're helping us do what we want to do. And and we are really are sincerely doing our best to bring you something of meaning and of value. Yeah, and, yeah, right. and, and, and we're not just here, you know, to, to stroke our own, uh, to, to become enough in, in the world of egos. We really are right. trying to, uh, to do something here. All right. <laughs> All right. So next time, everyone is where they want to be, including yes. you. Prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, actually, want to right. be with us. That's what, <laughs> that's what I hope you will yeah. do. <laughs> so, excellent, David. Right. I can't it, wait. That's going to be an interesting conversation. Until then. Until then.
Hello again, everyone. This is David, if you haven't guessed by now. And if you're hearing this, that means you have listened through to this entire episode. And so on behalf of Adrian and myself, we say thank you for listening, and we hope that it provided some value for you. If you are enjoying these podcasts, you can play a very important role in keeping them coming. You can subscribe, share us with your friends, and perhaps the most helpful thing you can do right now is to leave us a review. Podcasts like this live or die by these small acts of kindness and support that only you can give. If you'd like to stay up to date with the show, become part of our growing family, as well as receive some extra special bonus goodies, please sign up on our mailing list. We won't take over your inbox and we try not to send out anything without a little something extra in it for you. There is a link where you can do that on the header section of our website, thewrongconversationpodcast.com. For the video lovers out there, don't forget that you can always watch the show on YouTube. Again, thank you for helping us get this humble little show off the ground. We really enjoy doing it and the opportunity it gives us to make a connection with you. So thank you for being a part of this. It's why we do it.